Hi, I'm Marianne Gramlich, and welcome to Make Your Message Right, the podcast where we embrace the power of R-I-G-H-T, respect, integrity, gratitude, hope, and transformation. Join me and inspiring guests as we share stories of failures and successes, reflecting on how living the five values can empower and influence others. So grab your favorite beverage and join in a journey of self-reflection and growth. Together, we'll explore the power of living the values of R-I-G-H-T, respect, integrity, gratitude, hope, and transformation, and how these five values can help you make your message right. My guest today is Terry P. Cox, MBA, and I'm excited to talk with her. Terry has dedicated her life and career to challenging the status quo for years. She has provided leadership and strategic communications expertise to major healthcare companies and PR agencies, trade associations, educational institutions, and nonprofit organizations in the U.S., EU, and Japan. Since 1992, Terry has led her award-winning firm, Cox Communication Partners, LLC, to position clients for results and help them build win-win strategic partnerships with stakeholder groups aligned with their mission. Terry served in various board leadership positions with Healthcare Business Women's Association and was a past president. She played a key role in shaping the vision for transforming the regional HBA into a national organization for the advancement of women in the life sciences industry with its three first chapters. Since then, the HBA has evolved into a global leadership organization with members and chapters in over 70 countries. Mary was featured as a co-author with Jack Canfield in the Amazon best-selling book, The Recipe for Success, published in 2018. To celebrate a new decade and chapter in her life in 2022, Terry co-authored with Kate Butler and 20 other amazing, inspiring women in Women Who Dream, a number one international bestseller on Amazon in six countries. Her journey of making a difference continues as a dream she had for over two years recently came true when she launched her new podcast, Connecting the Golden Dots, The Road to Better Solutions in Your Life. Her show is about embracing the convoluted journey of life sharing life lessons from loss and change, aging with grace and positivity, and thriving through it all. Today, Terry and I will be focused on the last core value of Make Your Message Right, transformation. Hi, Terry. Oh, Marion, I'm delighted to be here, and thank you so much for this opportunity to share um, with you and uh, and, and your listeners um, it's very special time. I am in a new chapter in my life, and it is a celebration. Uh, I won't say exactly how old I am, but it's a new decade. And I have had a lot of amazing experiences and been blessed and learned so many things. You gave me a beautiful introduction. Thank you. But I, I've been a change agent for, I'm going to say, over over 50 years. And um, had my I've had my consulting firm since uh, 1992, Cox Communications Partners. 
And I've made a difference, which is what I'm I'm most proud about is I made it, I'm all about making a difference. And that's, those are the projects I take on and I made a difference for, for the patient community, for the caregiver community, for those um, with cancer, those battling and advocating for better um, uh, pricing for medications, better services in the healthcare system, so many different areas. And I'm blessed that my projects have touched millions of lives. But I well, and I think you drew heavily. It started college. I found it fascinating from reading the chapter in the in the book. I'm going to hold it up so you see that I have it. Um, your chapter where you self designed your own major. I think it was when you were meeting with the dean and you were a guest during the 30th anniversary of the founding of Women's Studies Program. Mm-hmm. The dean offered, I thought, this, his own perspective insight on you. You had a self-designed major and success as a student. Then, from what I can tell, you've had a successful self-designed career, marriage, a self-designed life. I thought that was a beautiful description of everything I've read about you. And I'm going to go back to a blog where you wrote about on the past stages, because you said stage one was the caterpillaring and stage two is cocooning. The butterfly soup and the stage four butterfly wings. I love your descriptors, by the way, but just go ahead. And with transformation, it's true with the butterflies. They go through those stages. Well, let me talk about, first of all, yeah, I didn't know I lived a self-designed life. I just lived it. I mean, it was just, that's the way I am and have been. And I didn't know that was different. But until when the Dean said it, I, I had thought for a second, I said, you know what, you're right. Yeah, I had a self-designed major in communications before the University of Pittsburgh had a full program. I took most of my courses at Pitt, courses for the degree, the full degree. I took at Carnegie Tech, which is now Carnegie Mellon. Now that's that's done throughout the city. All the colleges have a reciprocity program. But back then that was very unusual. But so I have one of the first degrees from the University of Pittsburgh in communications. Going forward, I I had a wonderful marriage for many years. Um, and my husband was my mentor, partner in all things. We were married for 28 years. He was my mentor before that. And the interesting thing is also in the 70s, after I graduated from Pitt, I was I became the director of communications, uh, United Mental Health, the PR director. I also produced and hosted a radio talk show called Impact. And Bill was a guest on my show. It was during the odd and even gasoline days. I'll go through this quickly, but on and even gasoline days in the mid seventies, Gulf oil was headquartered in Pittsburgh. I wasn't, I was expecting not to trust him. I said, no oil executive is going to pull the wool over my eyes. So I, I had to um, prepare. I, I did my homework and I gave him a great interview and then he wanted to hire me. I didn't want to work for him, but he, I recruited him to chair my media committee at United Mental Health. Then he, he was on our board of directors, and then we worked on United Way campaigns together, and uh, yada, 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 going forward, you know, and four years, four years after that, I became Mrs. Cox, and that's a whole wonderful story, but he was part of my life for a very long time, and then I lost him. I lost him over 13 years ago. My life changed forever, but be, even before that happened while my father was battling Alzheimer's. 
And I was going back and forth to Pittsburgh supporting my mom and taking care of him. Bill and I were, since we met in Pittsburgh, we were both Steelers fans. I remember this in January. We were watching a playoff game in our family room. And this black uh, thing, we didn't even realize what it was right away, this big black thing, specter, flew across the wall, across the room, landed on the wall right above the TV. And I got, I looked at it and it's this big, gorgeous black swallowtail butterfly. And I'm saying, it's January, it's 20 degrees outside. What is that butterfly doing there? And it's going like this, draw, and it's drying its wings. I didn't even know what it was doing at that time. But we're watching the playoff game. Suddenly, that's not important. And uh, we're looking at this butterfly. And I'm saying, well, okay, logically, we brought our plants in. Maybe it was on a chrysalis there. And it you know, opened up. And that was it. But I said, okay, well, if I put it outside, it's going to die. So yeah. I called the entomology department at Rutgers and said, "How I have this butterfly that showed up. How do I feed a butterfly? So actually within the hour, a professor, and when we're watching a playoff game, the butterfly, this is on a weekend, and a professor called me back and said, this is very unusual. I had to call you back. And I said, well, he said, well, I said, I know it might be unusual, but here it is. What do I do with it? And, and then he said, I'm going to do a little real quick research. I'll call you back. He gave me a recipe for some nectar. And I actually made some and fed started feeding this butterfly it lived in our house for for two weeks and and then it died and i didn't understand the whole spiritual connection to butterflies but when that happened i got this gut feeling and i said my dad that's that that butterfly is connected to the spirit of my father and he's going to die soon he died within two weeks and that was the very beginning of this connection to a butterfly. And I knew nothing about butterflies. Now I know a lot about butterflies because I have this whole legacy. But what I learned about loss from that experience and also after Bill died, and I asked him because we had had this experience with his black swallowtail for over, I don't know, for more than a decade. And we took that butterfly for granted and the sightings for granted. And we knew the connection was there. Every time we saw a butterfly, we'd say, we'd say, hi, dad. So when I had my last moments with Bill at the funeral home, I asked him, I said, I need to know you're at peace. Please give me a sign. And if you can come back as a butterfly, that would mean the world to me. And if you connect with dad and the both of you come back as butterflies, that would be the biggest gift of all. And both of them happened. During that time and way beyond, I came to appreciate the whole symbolism and spiritual connection with the butterfly. And I looked into what the process of metamorphosis is all about. And as I learned about the stages of the butterfly going from the caterpillar to the butterfly, I realized there's a human metamorphosis that goes on when we go through major loss, major change before we can be transformed. When I, one of the things I say, I have a couple of things. There are some quotes I love and I'll share too very quickly, but what doesn't kill you transforms you. 
never give up. And then That's there are these quotes. Quote. Oh, it, it, and it's truth. It's truth. I tell that to people that are that are down, that have lost, um, their lives have changed. They've lost loved ones or they, they just went through a very serious illness and now they're on the other side. But we talk about all of those stages you go through. It's amazing. But there are a couple of other quotes about the butterfly because I actually did a lot. I have a whole, a whole list of quotes and they're favorites of mine. What the caterpillar calls the end of the world, the master calls the butterfly. So there is that spiritual connection. And ever since the time of the pharaohs and hieroglyphics, the butterfly has been the symbol of the, the transition from the physical body to the spiritual soul. And I didn't know any of this, but I learned about this. As you go through this, when you have serious loss and change, the very first stage of this loss and change, you're in shock. You don't know what's going on. It's a dark period. And, and you're like, you, you can't even move forward. You don't know what that even means. And I, I call that the caterpillaring stage where you slow down to a crawl. Sometimes you don't even feel like going out, getting out of bed. And it's a, it's a dark period. It's a sad period. And you, and your life as you knew it with your loved ones or in your state of life before this tra traumatic experience or loss, you can't go back, but you can't go forward. You're in this space and you just have to be there for a while. So that's the time when you're reflecting back and just being quiet. You have to be quiet. You have no choice. You, you don't answer the phone. You're not on your computer. You don't want to, people might be calling to check in. You don't pay attention to them because you just need the peace and quiet. And the next stage, which is you ease into that is cocooning. And that's when you really just relax and go inward. When I, I think of it as almost wrapping yourself, your soul, your family, whatever it is, around you, you cover yourselves and wrap yourselves around with a, a, a comforting blanket of quiet and peace and you allow that you know you've just been going through this chaotic time you allow yourself to slow down and to begin to also think about where you were and you're not ready to make any decisions and you just want to heal and you also begin to take care of yourself. You're in a slower period. You pamper yourself just a little bit. And you just focus on the things that are most important. And I have to say that quiet and peace, they're your best friends at that time. And I'm talking about it at a slower pace mm. because that's what happens. Sure. That makes sense just to slow down and... You know, get your comfy blanket, if you will, maybe a cup of tea and just take time for yourself. And to me, I think at that point, I would start to prioritize what is really important to me. I need to take care of me, especially in your case where you 
care of your mom, you took care of your dad, you took care of your husband, that's draining. And people don't understand on caregivers, that is so draining on them because they have to take care of themselves, but they're also taking care of these other people just to take some time to be quiet and reflect and prioritize on yourself is so important. I think you're onto something. Yeah, this is very important. And there's important, the important thing is to go inward and listen to your intuitive wisdom. Because one of the things that I learned during this period at that, at that stage, you know more about yourself in, in here and in your heart than you think you do. And if you're quiet and if you pay attention and you should have a journal next to you, because, you know, and as you're thinking through new ideas and thoughts, just take notes. Don't make any decisions, but just take notes and see where your thoughts take you about what's next. No, that really makes sense. I'm not one to journal. I need to start that, but that makes sense. That will help you transform your life into what really matters. Yeah. And I learned that as you go, and I've, I've gone through these kinds of losses and changes so many times. And I talk to a lot of friends as they go through it because they, you know, when you're in that this state or this period of uncertainty and it's, you go from darkness and then you're in this nebulous, but, but calming period I, and you're cocooning and you're just seeking comfort. I tell them, allow that you need to give yourself that time and space and there's no time clock. There's no, you know, Oh, this can only last weeks. This can only last months. Everybody goes through these chain, you know, either it's change or loss or both. And, and I also learned things don't just happen in life. Don't happen in our lives at one at a time when it's a crisis or a major change, you wish you could have the luxury of having Unlimited time to recover from every shockwave that hits us as as we go through our life and our path. But it's always in twos and threes. And it's, you know, and so you have to deal with all these things at the same time. And all you can do is slow down, give yourself the time and space you need. But as you you use your intuition in that quiet space, you gain a lot of wisdom and ideas about how to move forward and stay, then you're ready for stage three and stage three. And in some ways I feel like this, this latest iteration of change for me is that's in a lot of ways with the podcast and with the books, that's where I am. I'm not, I'm getting ready to fly, but not there yet. The butterfly. So you're in the butterfly. So you're in the butterfly soup mode. Yeah. I'm in butterfly soup. Yep. So I can relate to it. And it's a perfect, um, I think, description because it's vague and it's not solid and it's not like it's not in a box, but you're thinking about in this next stage, what's next? And you're trying new things and maybe you want a new job or maybe you want to start a new business. Maybe you want to sell your house and it's a good time and you want to downsize change your hairstyle, get some new makeup, look at your wardrobe and update it. Whatever it is, you start thinking about change. And rather than dreading or or feeling remorse about the past, 
you focus on what's next and the future. And it's a, it's a beautiful stage because that's when you start, everything's percolating. Ideas are percolating. You're reaching out to new resources. You're making new friends and making new connections. And you're shaping through all of this activity and this thinking. And you keep the journal. Journaling also helps during this time. You actually begin to shape uh, what this new life and this new phase is going to be all about. And it's an exciting time. And then what happens? Oh my God. And it can take, oh, another thing I want to mention is sometimes I call it the dance. Four steps forward. Then suddenly you hit a barrier, a little, a temporary block and you have to step back. And you might have to step back a little bit into cocooning another, you know, the earlier stage, slow down a little bit. And, you know, nothing, everything is that you're trying is you're not a, a big success. So you have to adjust to those, the ebbs and flows, but you keep prodding forward. You keep moving forward and you don't let a, set, a, a minor setback stop, stop you. Because as I said, what doesn't kill you transforms you. So you never give up. You just keep going forward and you let so those setbacks, let those setbacks be lessons about learning experiences. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You learn and you grow. And yeah. so it's a, it's a, it's a powerful, powerful process. And it, that stage in a lot of ways is the most exciting. But when you get to stage four, and that's when you're ready to spread your butterfly wings and you're a little restless because it's all coming together and you're just ready to fly before you take off and soar. You have to celebrate and say, oh, my God. And you look back on where you were and that mm -hmm. all the stages. And then you say, holy cow. Wow. Look where I am now. I'm in a new relationship. I'm in a new house. I have a yeah. new job, new career, new friends, new support group. Yeah, a new, new support, uh, new resources. Uh, it's so exciting. And then that's then you take off. And you're in that next stage and then keep going forward. And then something might happen and you have another loss and you've learned from that evolutionary process. And that can carry you through those lessons, carry you through the next one. And the next one is that's what the beautiful process and joy. And I want to say gift of life is all about. <laughs> because you meet new people, you get different ideas and it's, just that whole transformation, what you thought was true or you understood before mm -hmm. can change. And that's okay. And that's where I, I think a lot of people just get stuck and they're like, well, that's the way it's always been. That's not the way it has to be. I think people need to understand to be flexible and to take that time to go back and cocoon and think, hmm, I need to rethink that and then try something new. Um, I just love your analogy with butterflies because I'm going back through my notes here of the caterpillaring where you're you're just winding down in silence and then cocooning again, keeping that silence and reflecting more within and starting to prioritize what you might do. You're not sure yet. You're journaling journaling on that, but then the butterfly soup. It's my absolute favorite because I love to cook. And I think when you make things and you throw things in, 
that may not make sense by themselves, but together they do. And then you feel empowered and you grow those wings and you start fluttering and then you fly. I just, I love that analogy. And I think your podcast is connecting the golden dots. And I know there's more to it, Terry. Your podcast is connecting the golden dots, the road to better solutions in your life. I know you and I are both new to podcasting and we're having fun. We are. We're learning a lot too. (laughs) Go ahead and say a little bit about your podcast because I want people to go out and reach out and listen to you too. Yeah. And I'm just starting out and I'll be doing, uh, I I did my first episode and we'll be um, doing another, I'll be doing another one very soon and then keep going from there because I'm low tech. So that's part of the joy of learning and, and, and growing and starting new things. And um, the podcast and um, also some of the books that you mentioned, um, Women Who Dream, both of those are in honor of this new decade in my life because yeah, it's it's a, an adventure. It's a new adventure. And but I've been through so much and it, through through so much career wise and through so much through my personal life and through loss and change and transformation and evolution and I share so many of my stories just with friends and colleagues and people have been saying to me for years, your stories are amazing and they're so helpful. You have to write a memoir. Well, I started to do that. And actually, I, I had a, a um, an author weekend retreat and Jack Canfield, who I co-authored the book Recipe for Success, um, I ha- was seeking advice as I was starting to do this. I was going to call it My Path to Butterfly. And he actually said, you know, I know a lot of your story and it's too much. He said, it's it's this big, rich cake. He said, I think that I, he even meditated. He goes, I'm not sleeping. I'm thinking about it. And he, he opened his eyes. He says, this is big, rich cake, but it's too much. And he said, I see cupcakes. He said, I see short stories. And I kind of like chicken soup for the soul stories, but yeah. That's when I came up with, and I've been, and it's been percolating for the last couple of years, the idea of a podcast. And after the book came out with the recipe for success, uh, I started doing interviews. And because I loved doing my radio show in the seventies, I said, I could do this. But of course I'm, the technology's all new. And that's, that's, that's part of the butter, the beauty of the butterfly soup. I'm learning it as I go. What I've also been about in my career and in my life is just like I I did back at the University of Pittsburgh is I challenge the status quo. I think outside the box and I seek what I call the golden nuggets or the goal. I connect the golden, the better (laughs) dots to better solutions, not just just willy nilly, but really think it through and seek out and research better ways. And I ask lots of questions. Sometimes, you know, like people will say, well, that's just like with some of my clients Mm -hmm. uh, when they have a problem they have to solve or whatever, a challenge. And they'll they'll say, that's not how we we do it this way here. That's not how we do that. Same thing. And I said, well, but you have challenges from that. So maybe we have to look at it a different way. And that's what my clients value. And that's about my thinking. I'm creative and I'm strategic, but I'm also analytical. So I use those gifts to find better solutions. And that's really what 
my podcast is all about. And it will be to in, in the areas of health and wellness. And I've learned a lot. I, one of the things I will talk about is aging gracefully. And, nice. and okay, I'm 71. I've said it. Okay. I know. I get it. You're what? Yeah, I am. I don't look it. I don't act it. I have a lot of energy. I dance, but I've learned a lot about health and wellness. And I will share some of my secrets because younger folks, when I go out and I meet them at meetup groups or what's your secret, what do you take? <laughs> well, it's yeah. a whole life, it's a lifestyle and I will share that. Well, and if anyone wants to go to your, wherever you get podcasts, be on the watch for connecting the golden dots, the road to better solutions in your life. Make sure that you have that Terry P Cox, P like and Paul, because there's so many Terry Coxes out there. You want to reach and get this Terry. So it is terrypcoxmba.com. And the name of our podcast is Connecting the Golden Dots, the Road to Better Solutions in Your Life. And Terry, thank you so much. It's been wonderful. <laughs> Let's just keep plugging away and connecting those golden dots. And of course, making our message right. Thank you so much, Wait, And I'm really, I, I'm grateful to be here. And I look forward to uh, both of us being very successful on our podcast. Absolutely. Thank you for joining me on this journey of self-reflection and growth. Remember the power of right R-I-G-H-T. Respect, integrity, gratitude, hope, and transformation, and how these five values can make a positive impact on you and the lives of others. Until next time, I'm Marian Gramlich, encouraging you to make your message right. Please subscribe, rate, and review.